The Bible says, for it is in him we live, we move, and we have our very being. I'm looking at good news this morning. Anytime the Lord blesses us to be alive, that's good news. And anytime God blesses us and does something for us that we cannot do for ourselves, that is a reason that we should serve the Lord. God is still a good God. And he has been for a very long time a good God, not just to his people, but to, to the entire world. God is good. And we must not make any mistake about his goodness, his kindness, his grace, his forgiving, his power, his love, his care. God is a mighty good God. And when we come to worship on Sunday, this is the opportunity that God's people have been given by the Lord to come and to praise the mighty name of Jesus. We were talking about Jesus earlier. He is the Prince of Peace. If you want peace, then peace is in Christ Jesus. The last time I checked, the majority of us here are in Christ. Therefore, we should be experiencing the peace of God because we have already made peace with our God. It's good to see those who are with us here in person and those who are with us online this morning. We say good morning to you and we hope that you are doing well wherever you are from on this morning. The Lord has been good not only to those of us here, but those who are watching from other cities and from other states uh, on this morning. I would ask that you be finding, finding Job chapter 1, and you all know that Job is one of my faith three, Genesis chapter 3, Job chapter 1, and Luke chapter 15 uh, is not only the books, but my favorite chapters in all of the Bible. And so this morning, I want to get back to Job chapter 1 because I think that there are some things uh, that we can benefit from uh, on this morning. Let us be in prayer for Brother George Patterson, who is uh, undergoing chemo or radiation, rather, Monday through Friday uh, for cancer, and we ask that we will continue to pray for him, pray for Sister Moore uh, from North Carolina, Sister Keith and Brother Keith's uh, one of their daughters, and we ask that we would also be in prayer for Sister uh, Sandrika Fisher, uh, who was here this morning, Brother Fisher's daughter, uh, wife rather, and she had a mild uh, asthma attack, and so he had to take her uh, home on this morning. So let's be in prayer for Sister Fisher as well. And um, Job chapter 1, if you dare just say amen. Oh, let's try that one again. If you dare just say amen. Maybe you wouldn't dare yet, huh? Maybe you wouldn't dare yet. Job chapter 1. And, uh, well, let's go there to Job chapter 1. I was thinking about doing something else. Job chapter 1, and uh, you can put it here on the screen. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. I could just hear one kid say Job. 
And that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil. Or he avoided evil. Now, Job is a very interesting book. And um, if you don't know, Job is not an Israelite. Job is not an Israelite. Job is what you would call a patriarch. You look at Abraham, right? Y'all know Abraham? Abraham is what you call a patriarch. The patriarchs lived prior to the law. Moses lived during the time of the law. Moses is the lawgiver. Job, Job does not live under the law. Job is what you call a patriarch. Job is the same as Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Those are patriarchs. The patriarchs did not have the law, right? They had a law, but they didn't have the law that was given by Moses from Sinai when he came down with the two tablets. Verse number two, watch this here. The Bible says, and there were born unto him seven sons. I want you to keep that in your mind. Seven sons. And he had what? Three daughters. And in just a few minutes, I'm going to, I've broken it down for you. Job chapter one, and you, babe, if you're writing this morning, or if you got your phone, you could take a snapshot at it. But I've broken it down and given you an outline of Job chapter one. And, uh, and my focus is not Job one, one, two, and three. My focus is in the latter chapter, the latter part of the chapter. But I want to give you this, that we can build the porch, the porch that we walk through the house, that you can recognize the things that is in the house. Verse 3. And his substance also was 7,000 what? Now work with a preacher this morning. 7,000 sheep, right? And 3,000 what? Camels. 500 yoke of oxen. 500 she-asses or donkeys. And a very great what? Household. Now there's not a whole lot of people that can compare to this man right over here. This man was a righteous man. Now the Bible says he tried within all of his fiber and strength to avoid what? Evil. He did everything within his power to avoid evil. And look at his household. Look at everything that, that Job has, right? And the Bible says, so that this man was the greatest of all the men of the east. Let's go to verse 4. And the Bible says, and his sons went and feasted in their houses every one his day and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and drink with them. Now, um, I see now that I just better get to it because I'll mess around and try to do the whole thing on this this morning. Uh, give me the subject this morning. Let's, let's do this here. We'll have to have a special class for Job. And uh, give me the subject here. Is God playing with my emotions? Let's just get right down to the nitty gritty. Is God playing 
with my emotions. That's a personal and individual question. That's a collective question. Is God playing with my emotion? I can just hear somebody, well, God don't play with us. <laughs> what, what is happening in the book of Job? Job chapter 1. What is God saying to us? What is God trying to convey to us? What message is he trying to communicate to us? What is God saying to the church? What is God saying to the individuals who are believers in Christ? What is God saying? What kind of picture is God portraying for us? Is God playing with my emotions? And y'all know that I just, you know, I was thinking about Friday. Smokey, big worm. Y'all not going to help me, but anyhow. Uh, let's go to the first slide, Brother Kemp. Let's go to the first slide. Watch this here. And I want to just give you this, and then I get to where I want to be. Is God playing with my emotions? Job 1, 20 through 22 is where we're going. Who is Job? And Job, in verses number 1, 2, and 3, God introduces to us who he is. Job is a upright. He's an upright man. He avoids evil. He's the greatest in his land. So that's the introduction of Job. Number two, you see relationships and family, routine lifestyle of Job's family. Job's children believed in feasting. They believe in getting together. They believe in having parties. They believe in family life. They believe in relationship building. They believe in intimacy with their kinfolk. And every time Job's sons threw a feast, the Bible said that they always invited their three sisters. Job had what we would call a family of connectivity. Job has a family that was knitted together. They believe in family living. They believe in not only enjoying life, but Job's family believe in enjoying life together as the family of Job. Uh, do you enjoy your family? When you have something going on, do you invite them over? Or there are some people you keep presentation of God's heavenly beings. Now that was found in Job 1, 4, and 5. But in Job 1, 6 through 12, presentation of God's heavenly beings, those are the angels, and the presentation of God's human being, that was Job. All, all must pay respect to God. The living human beings must pay respect to God in judgment, and the angelic beings also pay respect to God. Everybody, everybody owes God respect. I said it again. I don't care if you're a sinner. I don't care if you're righteous. Everybody pays God respect. Now, now what I want to do right over here, uh, if you don't mind, sound room, give me verse number six. I need to show you a couple of things in here. Give me verse number six. 
Now watch this here. Now bear with me. I'll get to where I need to be in just a while. There, now there was a day. Do you see it? When the sons of God came to present themselves. Before who? Now these are angels. These are not human beings. These are angels and they're coming to present themselves. Even the angels, y'all, present themselves. Now, angels are messengers. They don't move until God say move. They don't speak unless God say it's all right to speak. Angels are created beings just like you and I. They do have free will. They do have a choice. Those angels, when Lucifer or Satan was in heaven, they made a choice to go against God just like you and I make a choice to sin whenever we decide to sin we have made a conscientious choice to go against our God there is no difference here these angels are these celestial beings they come and they present themselves before the Lord but watch this and and Satan you cannot exclude him because he is a created angel as well. And the thing, the, the, the thing about it is, is it shows us that some of the same access that the other angels have, he still has himself. There's a part, there's a rim that is above us that we can't get to, that the angels have access to. And even though he was kicked out of heaven, better word used, he still have what? Access to certain realms or a certain realm that you and I do not have because we are a human being. Satan came also among who? Them. Watch this here, verse 7. Let me try to hasten on. He says here, uh, verse 7, watch this here. I want to show you, and the Lord said unto Satan, pay close attention right here. And the Lord said unto Satan, what did he say? Whence comest thou? Where are you coming what? From. Now watch this here. Then Satan answered the Lord. You see, he had to answer. Because whether you're a human being or an angelic being, Everybody owes respect to God. So when God acts, you answer. So he says here, I'm going from, from going what? To and fro in the earth. Not just in Baton Rouge. Now Baton Rouge wasn't there yet, y'all, but, but work, with, work with me. Not just in New Orleans. He says, I've been going to and fro where? In the Satan's business is not just with one city. It's about tearing down every city in the earth. And from walking up and down in it. Don't you ever get tired? <laughs> I'm going. I'm moving. I have work to do. I'm up to something. I'm up to no good. I'm setting traps. I'm setting temptation. He, he's, work, he's always at work, y'all. He, he's always up to what? 
no good. Now, this is one that we can say he is always up to no good. Now, he's walking in the earth. Watch verse number 8. Watch this here. Verse number 8. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? And the Lord said, And the Lord said, And the Lord said, I want you to see something here. Satan didn't bring up Job. God did. I want, I want you to see this this morning. Has you, have you considered my servant Job? That there is none like him in the earth? You've been walking up and down in the earth, so you must be familiar with Job. If you have been walking up and down in the earth, you came across this fellow by the name of Job. Let me tell you something. Don't you fool yourself. The devil know who you are. The devil watches you. The devil listens to you. The devil knows what you like and he knows what you don't like. And some of us keep falling for the same tricks over and over. Why give you something else if the same thing is working? He says, I've been walking up and down in the earth, right? And then he says, what about my servant, Job? What about my servant, Job? And then the Bible says uh, that he is a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth. He feareth. He reverence God. Church, listen to me. If you don't get nothing else this morning, get this. Learn how to respect God in all facets of life. Respect God in prayer, in reading of the word, in worship, in lifestyle. Respect God in every facet of life. Yo, you, you, you will be a better person if you learn to reverence God and the things of God. Don't disrespect the things of God. Watch this here. And he is eschewed evil. He avoids evil again. Verse 9. Watch this here. Uh, verse 9. I need to get these brothers some coffee. <laughs> then Satan answered. Then Satan answered. You, hear, you see it again? Then Satan answered. We will have to answer and give an account to the things good or bad, that have been done in our bodies, we will have to answer one of these days. Are you getting ready to answer the Lord? We talked about it, Brother Lewis, this morning about peace with God versus the peace of God. You cannot, you will never ever be able to live with the peace of God if you never make peace with God. You have to make peace with, and you hear people on their deathbed, you know, you, you know, preachers come and say, have you made peace with God? Have you made peace with God? And say, yes, I've made peace with God. Because if there's no peace with God, there's no, there's no peace of God. You will be afraid to die. You will literally be afraid to die if you have not made peace with the Lord. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, 
Do it, Job, fear God for nothing. I want you to pay close. Watch this now. Do, do he fear you for no reason? You bringing this man up. But is there reasons that he, that he lives the way he does? Watch this verse. Verse 10. Verse 10. Hast not thou... I like the language of the King, King James Version. Don't you love it? Hast thou not? Imagine talking to your wife. Hast thou not, baby, went to the grocery store today? Hast thou not fed the dog, Nigel? Hast thou not, Sister Young, worked in the, in the plants today? Hast thou not? That's King James Version. Hast not thou made an hedge, a hedge about him and about his house and about, watch this here, and look at all of the abouts. Hedge about him, hedge about his house, hedge about all that he had on every side. This man was blessed, y'all. We talked about the abundant life. This man was living the abundant life both physically and spiritually. Thou hast blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land. I want to get down to 11 and 12. Watch this here. Watch this here. He says, uh. Coffee, coffee. <laughs> Here it is. You say, Brother Bills, we, we clicking, but it ain't coming. It's not us. It's the, it's the system. But put forth thine hand now. But put forth thine hand now. But put forth thine hand now. And touch all that he hath. And he will curse you to your face. Now, that's bold for Satan to say. But he's, he's, he's putting a challenge out there. He's saying, haven't you blessed this man? And, well, quite surely he'll serve you. You've been good to him. Not just to him, but you've blessed his family. You've blessed his substance. You've blessed his whole house. You've blessed this man on every side. Of course he's going to serve you. Of course he's going to devote his life to you. But just remove, remove your hands from him. Take away what you have given to him. Remove those, the protection of the Lord from around him where, where things could now happen to him. Satan said, he's going to curse you to your face. Mm. You got to be close to God. You got to be close to God. You got to be close to God. To be able to get in his face. Y'all ain't going to shout on that. Give me 12. Give me 12. Watch this here. And the Lord said unto Satan. Behold. All that he hath is in thy power. I want you to pay attention here. I may not get to that. that but I want you to see this. All that he hath is in your, are y'all paying attention to this? I told you last Sunday, I do believe that there are some things that happen to us by design. You remember that? We're talking about being a Christian. Satan is not worrying about folk who are doing wrong, evil. He don't even have to trap them. They're already there. He walks up and down the earth looking for people like Job. 
looking for people like you and like me so that he can trap them and remove them from God. And so when you look at this thing here, he says, uh, all that he had is in your power, only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. Now, before I give you point one, God brought up Job. Remember that? Satan didn't bring him up. Satan said, I'm going up and down. I'm going to and fro up and down the earth. God said, well, well, well check this out. Have you, have you came across Job? My servant. He's upright. Watch what God is doing. God is, God is flaunting Job. He's flaunting Job before, before the, he says he's upright. And he eschewed evil. There's nobody like him in the earth. <laughs> Remember what Satan said? Well, put forth thine hand. Touch him. Remove your head from him. Satan did not ask God for permission to tamper with Satan. He wanted God to remove what he had around him. He wanted God. You do that to him. Not me. I'm just asking. You do it. So, so, so if he's been doing all of that to you, then I'll, here's what I want you to do. And we'll see if he won't curse you to the face. And I like what God did. God says, uh-uh. See, I'll tell you what. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you the power. Boy, y'all missing y'all shot on this. God, it was not Satan who challenged Job. It was God who presented Job. Just like the angels presented themselves to God. God in return presented Job. Ah, oh, boy, I tell you. Uh, give, me, give me number one. Give me number one. Give me number one. I want to say this. God is not a genie in a bottle. God is not a genie in a lamp. Y'all remember I Dream of Genie? I don't know if y'all, some of y'all, I know you all probably haven't watched it, but you older folk probably did. I dream of Jeannie. And, uh, you know, there are some things that Jeannie did that, you know, uh, that she wasn't supposed to do. Anytime somebody did something to, to the fella, you know, Jeannie wanted to get him, you know, she would do this stuff here like that. She would, and he would have to tell her, don't do that, stop, you know, reverse it, or this, that, and the other. God is not a genie in a bottle. God does not work for us. When you... Just because you ask God does not mean he has to do it. And there are some people who believe God is a genie in a bottle. Anytime we rub the bottle, you are supposed to come out. Anytime we ask three questions, you are supposed to give it to us or three wishes. God is not a genie in a bottle. He does not operate like that in life. You know, with some people, if God does not give us what we want, we get upset with God. If God does not give, and look, the Bible does say, anything that you ask in my name, it shall be given unto you, but only by the will of God, y'all. Some people take that way out of context. You know, God said if you just ask in the name of Jesus, but it says by the authority, this is what it literally means, the name of Jesus, by the authority of, if it's not under his umbrella of authority, then you ain't going to get it. Now, truly be told, I don't have a time to talk. There are some days we get that we don't ask God for, we just go get it. Uh, but that's another subject for another time. The God of addition. Give me verse 20 right quick. The God of what? Addition. 
the God of addition, verse number 20, Job chapter 1, verse number 20. Then Job arose. Now, y'all know what happened already, right? Job had what? 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yokes of oxen, 500 she-asses, right? And a great household. Y'all know what happened? He lost that. The Chaldeans, the Sabines, they were raiders. They were bands of people who traveled the earth. And the Bible says that they came, the Sabines came, the Chaldeans came, the fire of God burnt up the sheep. I said the fire of God, y'all ain't going to help me, burnt up the sheep. When God gave Satan power, he gave him access to certain powers that is above. The fire didn't come from the earth. It came from upstairs. Check it out. It's in Job chapter 1. And I'm telling you, the devil got more power than some of us would try to give him. Oh, watch what happens. So Job loses everything, right? In verse 18 or 19, I believe, the Bible is going to say that there was a day when the children were in the oldest brother's house. Here it is. Y'all see that? 19. Watch this. In the oldest brother, and behold. Now, after he done lost his 7,000 what? Sheep. 3,000 what? Somebody said, hmm camels, 500 yoke of what? Oxen and 500 what? Uh-huh. Some of y'all, you're going to have to repent because you don't use that word. <laughs> he lost all of that. And watch this here. Watch this here. Watch this. And I, I promise you one of these days, Lord's will, we're going to do a class on Job 1. It's too much. I can't give it all to you. But watch this here. Oh. Uh, they were in the oldest brother's house, right? He lost everything he had. In there, Job 1, you're going to find where the servant, every time there was a group that was taken away or killed, there was one servant that was left. And he says, for I, only I am. Only I am. Oh, I don't have the time to tell you. Only I am alone have escaped. Only I am. God is the great I am. I don't have the time to deal with that. And behold, there came a great wind from the what? And this is poetry. I didn't tell you that. This is all poetry over here. Job is a book of poetry. Something like Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, Revelation. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness. Where did it come from? And smote the what? Of the what? And it fell upon the young men, and they are what? And I only am, I am, have escaped alone. I want to ask you a question. When was the last time you have experienced a wind that attacked the four corners 
of any house. Raise your hand. A wind will come from the north, the east, the west, or the south. It will come from one direction. This was by design. It didn't smote one corner of the house. It smote all four corners of the house. The purpose was death. Now stay with me, y'all. Stay with me. And I only am alone, escape alone to tell thee. Now verse 20. Now verse 20. Verse 20. Then Job arose. There are some things in life that will bring you to your feet. And there are some things in life that will knock you to your knees. Job heard he lost his 7,000 sheep. He lost his 3,000 camels. He lost his oxen. He lost his, his asses. He lost the majority of his servant people. He sat down through all of that. What are you sitting down through right now? What are you sitting down through now? What storm is in your life that you're sitting down through? But when he said, your children. He says, when your children, he said, your children are all dead. The Bible says, Job stood up. Ooh, I wish I had somebody. You might sit through a wrecked car. You might sit through a tree falling on your house. You might sit with, with missing a couple of dollars, but you're going to stand up when somebody says something up with your children. Job stood up. You can only take so much sitting down. He stood up, and the Bible says he rent off his mantle, and, and he shaved his head, fell down upon the ground, and he began to worship. This is the process step when you have undergone strategic chaos in your life, upset, disappointments in your life. This is, here's what you do. Job got emotional. Don't tell me y'all can't get emotional. See, with people, with a, a Christian, we think that we can't get emotional. We think that we can't get in our feelings. Job lets us know that's not true. You lose all your children in one day. Brothers and sisters, if you don't get emotion, I'm going to question your love. He lost everything. And the Bible said there was a day. This is the same day he lost his cattle. This is the same day he lost his sheep. This is the same day he lost all of his servants. He lost all his money. He lost all his transportation, everything. The milk that he sucked from the, the sheep donkey is gone. Everything. Can't get him anymore. He lost his children. Job says he stood up. He tore off his robe. He got emotional, y'all. He shaved his head. And the Bible says he fell down prostrated to worship God. You know, when you're going through stuff, the best thing you can do is worship. Not stay home. Not riding around listening to blues. Not riding around stopping by the liquor store. Not sitting with your homies, puff, puff, give, puff, puff, no. The best thing you can do is worship the Lord. 
because there's a void in you that nothing can touch, nothing can reach, but the worship of the almighty God of heaven. And over here, Job tells us, when you lose everything, you still got everything. Twenty-one. I'm almost done. Twenty-one. 21. <laughs> Say, Brother Bills, we, we, we coming, man. We coming. And said, naked came I out of my mother's womb. And naked shall I theater. The Lord gave. And the Lord hath Taken. Blessed. He lost his cattle. Blessed. He lost his sheep. Blessed. He lost his oxen. Blessed. He lost his donkeys. Blessed. He lost his servants. Blessed. He lost all of his children. Blessed. Can you still bless God? When he has removed from you. Oh, I tell you, I must be in the room by myself up in here. Let me see. 22. 22. Watch this here. In all this, Job sinned not. Well, we better be careful when we start talking to God and what we say about him. In all this. Ain't nobody in here been through all of that. You might have been through something, but not this. <laughs> Y'all see why God bragged on him? But that don't, that don't mean no reason why he can't brag on you and he can't brag on me. He did not charge. That means literally to reward or to pay to. He did not, he did not charge it God foolishly. Point number one, God is the God of addition. The Bible says the Lord give, gave. The Lord gave. That's addition, y'all. He'll add to your life by giving to you. And when you look at that verse, it said the Lord gave and the Lord take it away. Blessed be the name. The Lord gave. The Lord gave. The Lord take it away. Blessed be. Job, why is it that you can bless the Lord? I can bless the Lord because he's the God of addition. God has given me what I could not give myself. He is the God of addition. Watch what Job says. He says, when I came here, he says, I came what? Naked. He says, when I leave here. I'm leaving what? Naked. Job says, when I came here, I didn't even have a name until somebody gave me a name. Job want us to know that you don't have nothing that you own in this world. I know you think you own that house. Die and see. I know you think you own all the thousands of dollar jewelry up in there. 
dying sea. You don't own squat. And Job says, he is the God of addition. Because when I was born, I came into the world out of my mother's what? Womb, he paints the picture. You came here with nothing, nada, zero. Didn't have a dime to your name until somebody gave it to you. God don't owe you nothing. Because when you came here, you didn't have nothing. And why we get all twisted and all bent out of shape when we lose stuff in this life? You came here with nothing. <laughs> He's the God of what? Addition. What do you have that God gave you? <laughs> He's the God of subtraction. Oh, come on, work, work with me. This is where the mixed emotion comes in. You see, we caught up on God giving, but we ain't caught up on God taking away. God done took my mama. God done took my children. God done took my health. God done took my spouse. The Bible says the Lord gave, and the Lord take it away. Anytime you are the Lord, you can give, and whenever you get ready, you can take away when we understand he is the Lord. You miss your shot there. When you understand he is the Lord. That, that word is Jehovah, but it means self-existing one. Self-sufficient one. The eternal one. Job says he's the Lord, and Moses perhaps is writing this book, but he says the Lord gave. The Lord take it away. Blessed be the what? The name. Not blessed be God, but blessed be the name. Because God has a reputation. To be upheld. And I'm going to bless his reputation. Whew. The Lord gave. The Lord takes away. We happy when he give. We happy when he give. We happy when there's food to eat on the table. We're happy when there's clothes on our back. We're happy when we got a transportation that takes us from one point to the city to the next. We're happy when we got a roof over our head. We're happy when we got good health. We're happy when we still got mom and dad. We're happy when we still got grandma and grandpa. We're happy when God gives us those blessings in life. But what about when he takes it away? See, y'all, Job, this is, he's, Job chapter 1, I'm telling you, is, is, is so much. Job is teaching us that you ought to feel no, no, no. You ought to put God, you ought to have God on the same level when you're glad. And you ought to have him on the same level when he takes away from you. You're not going to feel the same. You're not going to go around town ripping off your shirt and getting emotional. You're not going to do that. No, 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 no. But you're not going to feel the same. Because life ups and down are going to bring emotions in our lives. Uh, and it's going to be mixed emotion. Ooh, sometimes you feel, you feel 
you'll feel good about God. And then other times you'll question him. Y'all ain't got to say amen. Is God playing with our emotions? See, God wants you to keep him right here. Regardless of what happened. Regardless of what happens. He is the who? The Lord. Don't you forget who he is. He is the Lord. Who is worthy to be what? Praise. Give me number three. Number three. I, I, I just have to do this class one of these days because this is too much. Give me three. Give me three. <laughs> the God of addition. God, God, God will add to your life. He'll add a spouse. He'll add a child. He'll add two children. He'll add grandchildren. He'll add great-grandchildren. He'll add a job. He'll give you health not only for 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, 80 years, 90 years. He'll bless you. God will bless you. He'll keep adding to your life. But then, y'all... God is a balanced God. He's fair. There's some things going to have to be taken away, y'all. And you and I got to prepare ourselves when God removes our, our, our mother. Ooh. See, I like to look at the people's eyes when I get in this little area right here. When he removes your father. When he takes your little bitty son. <laughs> When he takes your, your daughter who's 45 that you still call your, your child. When God removes the health from your body. See, you, you have to prepare yourself. Don't sweat it. He's the Lord. He gives and he takes away. That's what he does. He, he, he gives and he takes away. He's still giving now. He's still taking away now. But I like what Job says. Job says, blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm not going to taint his name. He's been do good to me. Job said, when I came here, man, I didn't have nothing. <laughs> he said, look what he gave me. I was the greatest in all the land. And then God removed that. But I'm glad he's the Lord. See, he is the God who multiplies Addition, subtraction, multiplication, the foundations of mathematics or arithmetic. Give me Job chapter number 42. Give me verse number 12. Job 42, verse number 12. Job 42, verse number 12. So the Lord blessed the ladder, the ladder. What? Y'all ain't going to help me shout. Y'all ain't going to help me shout. I'm telling you, he adds, he subtracts, but he's a multiplier. Whatever he gives, he can take it away, but God can give it back again. Boy, y'all ain't going to help me. So the Lord blessed. God will bless you when you never stop blessing him. The Bible says, Job says, and blessed be the name of the Lord. His reputation is good. God is still good even in my chaotic situation. Ain't nothing wrong with his name. He's still good. And I'm going to worship him and I'm going to worship his goodness even through my pain. You got to learn to worship God through your pain. 
through your suffering, through your hurt, through your injury, through being wounded. You got to learn to worship God. You got to work out your problems and your pain by working God. He said, blessed be the name. When you bless God, God will do the same thing for you. What you do to him, he'll do for you. Be faithful to him. You be faithful. So the Lord blessed the latter end of, of who? Is that the same fellow we started with in Job 1? Same one. 42 chapters later. Same fella. Job done lived. Time is passing on, y'all. We don't have the time to talk about his wife and all that other stuff and his sickness, all that came and gone. Watch this. His three friends who did not understand him, who was more of a hurt than a help. We, not, we didn't even get into that. Watch this here. The latter end. Don't tell me God can't bless you the latter part of your life. Just because you're old, that don't mean that God can't bless you when you're old. He gives and he takes away. God can still bless. Matter of fact, every senior citizen up in here, God is still blessing you today. You are alive and some of you are doing better than folk that are younger than you. God is still in the giving business. He is the God of addition, the God of subtraction, and the God of the multiplication. Job more than his beginning. Oh, we got to read this. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his. Scared of you. You, how can God bless me more in the back part of my life than when I'm young and vibrant? Ooh, for he had four well, y'all ain't going to help me. Y'all ain't going to help me shout on this one. But Steph, y'all ain't going to help but shows you. You're not going to help no. Y'all ain't seeing this. He's the God who multiplies. For he had 14,000 sheep. 14. He started with 7,000. Come to this side over here in this corner right here. 14,000 sheep, y'all. He had 7,000 when he started. Yes, he God doubled his blessing. And 6,000 camels. He had three, y'all. And, and a thousand yoke of oxen. He had five, y'all. Ooh, let me run on this side over here. Get this little, get the gym and I'm at Planet, Planet Hollywood. Watch this here. And, 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 y'all can get in anytime y'all want. And, and a what? Thousand what? Y'all gonna have to repent again, but it's all right. And thousand she asses, God doubled his blessings. Y'all, listen, 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 listen. You can't lose with God. You can't lose with the Lord. And some of us sitting down here act like we got issues and we've been sucking on lemons all through the night. If you've been sucking on lemons all through the night, throw that lemon out of your mouth and begin to praise God for what the good he has done in your life. And the only good that you might have is just being on top of the earth and not inside the earth. That's enough for you to praise God today. I don't understand some of this stuff. 
Why is it so hard for us to give God the glory and the honor and the praise that God deserves? Y'all listen. Everything shouldn't make you shout. But there are some things that you hear should make you say glory. <laughs> something, not all. Something should make you say glory. Oh, oh. Come on, give me 13. Give me 13, Brett Carrick. Watch this here. He had also seven sons, three daughters. God didn't forget about his pain, his hurt, his injuries, his emotions. God put Job through that mess. God did that. Y'all heard me what I said? I, I didn't say, I said God did that. Satan did not bring Job up. God did. But God will try you. I said God will try you. He'll put you through a test. God will try your faith. God will try your Christianity. Keep living, keep living, keep living. Keep living, he'll try you. Keep living. Sister Brock, he'll try you. Sister Brock can tell you. She can tell you. Look at her. She's still here. Y'all don't tell me. Whoo, 14. Come on. Come on. Watch this here. Watch this here. Y'all, y'all, y'all. One of these days we're going we gonna, we gonna, we gonna to find the, na the name, the names of Job's, of Job's children. He, he, he did not forget about his sons. But more so, he did not forget about his name. I'm going to close on that one. Not Job's name. But both God and Job's name. I'm going to let you suck on that one. In the beginning of the book, verse number one, give it to me. The Bible says, Bible says, verse one, watch this here. Then Job, then Job, verse one, then Job answered the Lord, give me verse one of chapter one. Job one, one, one. Watch this here. Job one, one. I want you to see this. There. <clears throat> There was a man in the land of Oz. Y'all see it? Whose his name was Job. This man was known in the land. Watch this. And that man was perfect in the land. Upright in the land. One that feared God in the land, eschewed evil in the land. People knew who he was. He was a servant of God. God, God, he had a choice, y'all, but watch this. But God, it's like he didn't have a choice. He had to bring Job through because of who he was in the land. 
Because if God would have taken Job out, they could have charged. Don't have the time. Y'all remember that charge? God foolishly. I don't have the time to deal with it. They would have charged him foolishly. God lifted Job's name, and by lifting Job, he lifted his own name. It was about the name of God, y'all. Oftentimes we forget it's not about Viltzes and Thomases and, and, and Johnsons. It's, it's, it, oftentimes we forget this thing is about God. How many times churches have issues because people have made it about themselves? How many times companies go broke because of embezzlements? Because people have made it about themselves. How many marriages break up because people have made it about themselves? As a child of the living God, we must commit to keeping the main thing the main thing. And that's God, keeping his reputation up by the way we live and the way we treat our brothers and sisters. If you're not a child of God, you come by hearing his word, believing the same, repenting of sins, confessing Christ, putting them on in water, baptism. If you are a child of God and you have sinned, and today you say, I've seen myself in the lesson, I've asked for prayers, I need prayers, I need more strength. All of us need more strength. I need more strength, you need more strength. I need prayers, you need prayers. Let's pray for each other because the devil is walking up and down the earth he has some help with the angels walking up and down the earth and then what the devil and his angels won't do the people that they have converted will do evil communication will corrupt good morals if you stand in need of prayer whether you be online put it in the comment section we'll call you by name and pray for you on today if that's